right, so this is our 61st Spanish story. And this is the one where I tried to do my own luau back in the day. And I called it the Bahar Luau, but, but they get a little luau, you know, because uh, of the, uh, the thing you go over. It's not when you jump in line and rack your body on time. It's uh, the pole thing, which is the name that escapes me. We also had a uh, uh, Aspidorus race at this luau. Well, I scheduled. These were the things I was planning for at uh, Bahar, getting low. Aspidorus, vacuum cleaner racing, just like, uh, you know, there's some witch movie or cartoon where they had vacuum cleaners instead of brooms. I always liked that. A uh, fachada contest, a facade contest, which is just like that uh, Madonna, like voguing, uh, which you, you can't move, you know, but a human statue contest, I guess, you you know, artistico, artistic a little bit. Really, the fachada contest, the human statue contest was made for because I was running behind with cooking. Because uh, I didn't know, you know, I was trying to look up boy, boy, or you know, all those things. You know, lyrics to Tiny Bubbles. I say, Conesto, like, what am I going to do with this? How am I going to, like, a sonoria? I got a smile. That's part of uh you know, I gotta be agradable. You know, nice. Uh, you know, welcome people. Salgo para Allah. You know, go to there. There's your seats. Those are your tables. Uh, uh, you know, no no one has to be placed to Sotano in the basement at the kids' table. This is a. Uh, and they said, "What is this? What is this?" And, you know, this was as a child. You know, so you know, I handed out tickets. I charged. Uh, but, you know, I blocked the street that we lived on. Not a true story. Don't worry. It's not a true story. And charge people for tickets to come. He uh, said, oh, look at that baby of yours. Quinta Sucaris. She has your face. And people wanted to know when, what was going on. Like, they said, is this the actual uh, luau? I said, oh, boy, is it. Oh, oh, horario, horarios. You know, the schedules will be coming. They're pending. And then they said, well, where are the lays? And I said, uh, well, you, you could lay in your seat. Uh, Eva Tarlo, Tarlo, we're using imaginary lays to avoid uh, anybody's flower allergies. It's a new thing. Uh, Todavia, though, be still, because right now is the time for the for, for, you know, the, for, for, you know, the facade contest. Uh, Severo, look over there. That's Moistra, sample, that, that person there. Is a human statue. That's what Los Vamos. We're going to all do that together. Time everyone for a compromiso. Uh, make a commitment to being a human statue because I got to play some musica toque. I got to touch up the music. Uh, I don't know tiny bubbles yet. You know, but if I can locate where my hips are and the muscles that control them, I'll be doing some belly dancing. And watch me. Votamos. You know, I'm, I'm turning. And don't worry, Daban Prensa, you know, I give you, I got good press for this luau. You know, luau de la nada, out of nothing. What are you saying? Where's the pig? What pig? Luau's, there'll be poi. There'll be poi later, yes. Uh, Mai Tais? No, 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 no Mai Tais at this luau. Uh, 
uh, Disparo. We'll just be shooting the breeze here. Uh, SLM, this is the same as a Hawaiian luau, except it's in the backyard of my house in Syracuse, New York. Otista Acabamos, I'm sorry, what did you say? Uh, Tenerlo Vimos, I have it. I saw, I've seen, I saw Hawaii Five O, so I know how to do a luau. Excuse me, can you, uh, Kitamos, remove this person from the luau? Okay, so everybody's, is everybody frozen like a statue? Cones, uh, Meta, and Seno. That was what the goal I was teaching all the, all the guests. Uh, keep still. And if you get tempted to move, Dita uh, you know, keep following that bald head right there. They come like cabeza, yeah, that head. Okay, we're going to get ready for the next thing, which I call vaquita, the little cow. That's like because they have a little piece of cheese for everybody. That's the appetizer. So line up. Uh, no, 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 not laughing cow. This is a, a different version, vaquita. This is a little cow cheese. Oh, no, instead of wax, this comes in uh, your hand. It's cheese curds. It's just like the laughing cow, but different. No, it's not brie. Uh, I'm not sure I bought it on the side of the road at a stand. Uh, or donates. What are you putting in cheese orders now? No, no, this is your, uh, this is a moose bouche. Uh, Tomando fresco. We're taking, this is as fresh as the cheese as it gets. And I know some some people here, Saber Mayor, they know better than me about organizing Luau's. Oh, do they? You know, they want a sueldo gatillo, pull the old salary trigger, and hire some consultants to do pro. I can hear the complaints coming in here. You know, Ponera, Hacer, I'll go. You know, get a consultant, and we'll do we'll do actual Syracuse Luau, take over Hinden Waddles or whatever. Uh, we won't leave a soyo detail. You know, that's what they always say. Not a single detail will be unfocused, unlike Scooter's Luau. Well, you know, haga una lista quince. You know, make a list of 15 things that aren't in my Luau. Uh, but do it as a statue. Uh, cinco anote. It's also $5 to use that pen and paper. Uh, Qualdro Trabajo. Which job would the consultant start with? Uh, look at my hips. They're almost moving. Okay, Toto Suhente. I want all the people here. Oh, excuse me, guests. Uh, Roborom Mi Plata. Somebody stole the money for the pig. That's what happened. Uh, does anybody Alguno want to make an extra donation for the, the, the fund? Maybe we should just say, let's just have poi and then no. No harm, no foul, you know what I mean? PNC, what do you all think about that? You know, because some pigs are supposed to hit to hijos. You know, some they have a wife and kids, these these ones. Uh, okay, Kubierta, everybody get cover, covered. It's raining now. That's not great for this because uh, this is an outdoor luau. No cover. So let's just stay outside. You gotta. Let's get the. Uh, no, 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 no need to move away. Uh, what I'll do is, uh, if someone gives me a couple hundred dollars, digame entregare pega, you know, I'll get some delivery over here. I'm sorry, you did, you know, no, they, we don't talk like that here. You know, how about some pez gordo, some fat fish pizza? That's like a new pizza place that uh, has specials because they're they're terrible name. 
It would be good if it was a fish shop, but it's Pez Gordo, Fat Fish Pizza. Oh, yeah, I do own that pizza shop. Yes, I did name it and open it. And Seguro, this Luau is actually my insurance for all the pizzas we didn't sell today. Uh, no, not Domino. No, 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 no. Fat Fish Pizza, it's on its way. Don't worry. It'll be cold when it gets here. Okay, who wants to? Let's get those vacuums plugged in. And don't worry about the rain. The vacuum cleaners are broken anyway. Um, and every, who wants to photo? Who wants their photo taken? Everyone, look at the winners of the statue contest. at Charlie Mania. Lay your hands on the statue, people. Uh, those are my siblings that I forced to work here, the ones that are still frozen in statue form. Uh, yeah, no hey coma there it, as it is. There's uh, this doesn't get any better. Conjunto, set it, set up everybody, set up in a group. Get get a little closer. Uh, Kitar, you know, r- remove what clothing you can because you're getting wet. Uh, propongo KTKDace. I propose everyone stays here in the rain. I don't have any p- pina coladas. Uh, uh, oh, hey, you, uh, who are you know? Some people are running away. Well, they won't get any, they won't get their photos. Uh, no, Antes, don't leave before the uh, vacuum races. Uh, you know, you'll be, pardon, you'll be sorry. Toto S to Bien, this is all going to be good. Uh, bien, okay. Uh, juntos a Regalen. You know, everybody get together, fix, every, does everybody have a vacuum? You have a dustbuster, yeah, that's a vacuum. Okay, Tenderlo. Now lay it down at the, at the Empezar, at the start line. And Akaba, just wait. Now everyone, Susader, uh, Susfincas, uh, uh, think about the finances. Uh, you know, it, you know, because I could give you a head start, but I'm going to charge for that. Uh, it's a delicado. So who wants to put up Poniendo uh, money for a, a, for a start? You do with the dustbuster. Ooh, $40. Thank you. Okay, everybody. Kitar Lomagna, remove your hands. Uh, clear out away from your vacuums. Uh, Mencionaire, did I mention if you want to get a head start, you have to pay me? Okay, I'll go there. Get ready some of it. Uh, wait for my palabra. Say Lohoro, I swear. Uh, uh, you, 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 yeah, we're aware. We are outside. That's that's outside rain. It is. Okay, Tomo, take uh, your head, sir. You that gave me the money. Sabe uh, cosa? This person knows a thing about winning races. Ponga uh, cita. So I want to put some quotes up while that person gets a huge lead. Uh, you know, pass on a mensaje. Go, everybody, go. Uh, yeah, I was messing with you. Uh, no, Tomar, take you, you know, go ahead, get get started. Uh, Vio Mikara, you saw my face, I was kidding. You know, don't worry, just get racing, Egal. You know, get get in the course there. Por siento como antes. It's almost, you know, it's a percentage of the time, you know, I feel blue, blue, like Azul, Blue Hawaiian. Uh, like about 40 of them. I feel like drinking 40 of them. Nivelle, that would give me a little. Oh, it looks like the person with the huge lead came in first. 
segundo mejor second best was you with the, the uh, old metal vacuum cleaner. There you're strong. Buscando move air. You're really looking to move. All right, everybody juntos, get together. Uh, nos convenia. Now, should we wait here for the pizza, the fat fish pizza to get here? You want your deposito back. Sorry about that. There is no, uh, you know, believe it or not, I got a Grano Nevera inside a grain fridge. You know, they do, that means a beer fridge. You could go in there. It's not mine. It's not plugged in. It's been calfaccion, heating up the uh, a beer, like just like it was covered in Cohiba. It's like blankets. But feel free to survive yourself whatever you wish. Oh, and everyone else is leaving. We'll just announcement to everybody as you leave. Bez Almez, uh, I'm going to do this monthly, a monthly luau for everyone. Now, Cobrando, I'll be sure you, you could sign up, you know, for a monthly fee. And, uh, you know, if you get here early and pay, you know, Yegas and Al Tampoco, you wait for the little signal, you'll get a head start. And, you know, you know, if you approach me on the side, I'm more than happy to uh, sell here, help you get out on the race course, practice your statuing, caminar, you know, go for a walk with you, sing tiny bubbles. I think the uh, poi is done, or whatever it's called. Also, I have a Poe suit. I was going to dress up as Poe from that movie. That doesn't have to, I was going to do like, that's when we're going to do the thing. We forgot to do the limbo. Well, everyone's gone. Advierta, I guess, uh, and Karga, I'm responsible again. And I'll just, uh, you know, get low under this uh, limbo. Because limbo time's here, but I'm by myself again. Even my siblings left, the ones that were statues. Well, just lay down and slip under the... Bar of the limbo sticking into your dreams. Good night. All right, so we're talking episode 61. It opens with a red van, YAZ524. And it pulls into the ABC maintenance, vacuum maintenance. Uh, so it's actually an actual vacuum cleaner repair place. And the van backs in and, uh, you know, get, goes inside and then the doors open and the guy lets out waltz is what I put in my notes. But then I realized uh, a few seconds later it was Saul. So I was played for the fool. And Saul's carrying two suitcases and I'm like, oh, snap. That's what I wrote. No, Saul, three exclamation points. Oh, snap, I got tricked. Uh, Saul gets his picture taken for a future ID against, like, a, a pull-down background. And Saul says, uh, should I take my Band-Aid off? And he says, nah, let's uh, help Photoshop it or something. And I really like the casting of this vacuum guy. He's cool, very calm, but a little bit odd. Asks a lot of questions. He talks to Saul about some problems or some situations. And Saul seems surprised, almost like he's going to change his mind about something. Uh, uh, something unsure, will I see, double question mark. And then it said Walt, double question mark, because Walt's on like, a security camera, like uh, pacing around a room in a bad mood. And then we kind of get a uh, Xilo, the uh, 
episode title. Then we see Maria is in black. Uh, she's in the car with Ruben, future st- superstar, this actor that plays Ruben, I'll tell you. Uh, they're in a black Chevy pickup. They pull up to Maria's house, and uh, then they realize all the evidence has been taken and scattered around. Uh, they find a video camera, but no tape. And then we're at Pedo's uncle's, and they're watching the tape with Jose's confession. And at some point, he names Peto as doing something. And Peto's just in the background reading a book. He doesn't seem to care. Uh, but the uncles are very mad, and they want to deal with Jose. But Peto's kind of protective of Jose somehow. I don't know if it's his skills, mucha mas, like muchas mas platas. They're going to make more money because of him. And then they kind of laugh at Peto, and they're making fun of him. I don't know if it was about his crush on Lydia or because he was protective of uh, Jose, but uh, Peto almost seems confused. I mean, this is this character, uh, what was his name, and uh, uh, Todd and Peto, like a strange character. Uh, off-hinge, I wouldn't say unhinged, but off-hinge or reverse tinge or something. But Jose sits in a room. He's looking at a picture of Andrea. Then he realizes there's a paper clip on it, so he tries to pick his lock. And then, this was funny, we see the exact thing I'm reading from right now, a yellow legal pad, and Walt's scribbling like a madman on his legal pad. And we see him and Saul are bunkmates now. And we'll hand some of the paper to, like, uh, uh, to Saul. Okay, I put. Oh, no, Walt's hand hurts. That's what that said. Uh, but he says, so he goes to Saul, what are you looking at, I think? And the room's soundproofed, so you could have recorded a podcast in there if you wanted. Walt gives a paper and then a long speech to Saul. And Saul does not get why Walt's so bent out of shape. And Walt's, like, talking about my money and Henry. Uh, still me, 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 me with Walt. And Walt yells at Saul, who's like, chill, bro. He goes, it wasn't my fault. And he goes, besides, what are we going to do about it right now? And Walt's still like, no, no, no. And there's lots of breathing and pointing. And Saul tries to reason with him and, like, use common sense or something. And Walt, like, pounds the walls in frustration, like, oh, you oi. And Saul still tries to talk to him, but Walt's like, yeah, what about all my money, dude? All my money, like $80 million or whatever. And then he taps his barrel, and then I think he said to this, uh, something to Saul, like, are you going to help me or what? And then the vacuum dude pops in. He just kind of appeared there, and he goes, hey, Saul, you ready to go? And Walt goes, no, 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 we have a new plan. I mean, first the dude was like, sorry, did I interrupt something? And they're like, uh... Uh, but then Walt says, I have a new plan. Me and Saul are going to go out on the town and take care of some business. And Saul's like, no, 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 I'm not. And then Walt goes, he says, goes off. And he's yelling at Saul about not, you know, not helping him. Uh, you know, come on, Saul, you got to get into it. And then he coughs. So you realize how selfish this is because he's like, he wants, Saul's got his exit strategy. And Walt wants to drag him back in. But Walt's not going to be around because... Uh, He's not feeling good, but Saul will be. Um, let's see. And Saul says, then Saul's like, you know what? Goodbye, Walt. And then we're at the DPA office, and there's cops and lawyers in suits, and they're all pointing and talking. 
Uh, but the sound's kind of drowned out, and we see CLO's kind of there, spaced out. There's no sound. She's at the end of the table with this empty look. And then they're waiting for her to answer, and she says, see, and she kind of confirms something. And then she's home smoking and looking out the window. She goes to check on the baby, and then Peto's there with a the stuffed animal. He says, here's a message, like, don't don't talk about Walt. Here's some stuff. To ca- oh, they were cabbage patches. And then everyone does the cabbage patch. Then we see Peto and Lydia. They're sitting back-to-back at that same fancy rooftop restaurant. Uh, they talk, but they're interrupted by the waitress. Peto has, like, Lydia's tea or, like, a sugar substitute on him. He's all sly. Like, hey, I, I know what you like to drink. Uh, Lydia, on the other hand, she's much more business-like, thoughtful, chill. Uh, but then Pet- Petto says something that catches her attention, something about Heisenberg, she says. And then he says, no, 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 Rosas. Uh, and then he turns towards her because now he has her attention. He touches her hair or her shoulder. Like, pick some, like, uh, you know, whatever, strike the hairs off or something. And he thinks that's it, that they're in love now. Maybe, I don't know. Then we see a horse truck in, like, out in the countryside, and it's the vacuum dude. Lots of green grass, and they go into this farm. The truck goes in this farm thing. And then Walt gets out of the truck. Uh, he's, like, hidden behind all these boxes and stuff. And then he says, well, follow me. And they go across the farm to this really nice country cottage, the lush garden. They go inside. The house is all stocked. It's got food. There's a bathroom. And he tells Walt all, you know, the deal of how he's going to stay here and be fine. Of course, Walt complains about how much he paid or something. And the guy's like, WTF, bro. Like, this is how you go off grid. And then Walt says, speaking of going off grid, where's the phone? I need to make some calls. And the dude's like, what is this, amateur hour? He goes, this is my show. I'm the vacuum guy, not you. And he Walt still won't let it go. And the guy tries to reason with him. He says, listen, you want to stay here and be okay or not? And he says, I got to go. Then Walt sits on the couch. His arms are crossed. He's got his barrel full of money in his suitcases. And then he takes some money out, he loads up his jacket, he gets the Heisenberg hat on, and then he starts to walk. And it's like, oh, action time. But then he gets the gate, he pauses, he changes his mind, and it's like, not yet, double question mark. Uh, then we have Jose, he gets his arms free, but Pato comes, uh, so uh, Jose goes to bed. And Pato's all happy, he's like, I have a treat, uh, like a donut or something, and it's, it's in beautiful night sky. So Jose says, can I look at the night sky? And Pato says, well, it's going to be cold out, but you can look at it if you want. I'll see you in the morning. And then I put, yeah, this is where I said, did Jose ask you to see the night sky? Double question mark. Jose eats the donut, and then he gets into action. He climbs out, but then Pato looks out the window because he hears, he makes so much noise. And so they catch Jose right away. Jose yells. Uh, Then we see Walt. He's in a plaid fleece with a beard, long hair at the cottage. The vacuum man pulls up. He's got newspapers. Walt needs some reading glasses. uh, So he brought a bunch with him, the guy. 
So Walt starts going through the reading glasses, and they chat. And it seems like the vacuum guy actually likes Walt. And he even has a Walt's aspirin that Walt needed. So he's like, here's your aspirins. And then Walt's asking him something else or some more info, or maybe he's like, I'll pay you just hang out here with me or something. Or Walt, like, wants it to, to confess to him or something. I couldn't tell. Uh, then there's, like, a nighttime shot establishing the cottage. We see articles about Cielo on the walls. Walt's wedding ring falls off. And he's in bed asleep cold and he, with blankets and jackets. And he realizes his ring fell off. So he takes one of his chukka boots and takes out a shoelace and wears the ring around his neck. Uh, then his Walt boxes up some of his money. It's a morning. He goes walking with his box to the gate. He's coughing a lot. Then we see Junior at the library. He gets called to the principal's office. She's like, I got a call for you about some scholarship or something. And Junior gets on the phone, and it's Walt, of course. There's, you know, someone says, hold on, and then Walt gets on. And Junior's shocked but curious. And then Walt's talking about the money, and Junior gets mad and sad. And Walt's begging, and he's asking some questions to try to make a plan to get the money to Junior. Or, like, keep a secret from your mom. Walt was at a red payphone with a stack of coins at the top. And then Junior says, this is what you should do with your plata, bro. And Walt's crushed, and he hangs up. And then he gets uh, some coins. He makes another call to report himself and leaves the phone off the hook so they can find him. And then Walt takes his box, he sits at the bar, he orders a drink, uh, he thinks for a while. And at first I thought it was a soap opera, I was really dis disjointed on this one. And he says, hey, can you turn it up? And then it was a new show, and they were talking about Walter Blanco. And Walt doesn't like what they're saying, it hurts his ego or something. And he looks away while one of them talks, and then they started to unpack it. So he was listening, and then he looks at the next... Uh, Next part, so it was a woman interviewing a man and a woman. And then I said, oh, wait, this is Elliot. Uh, this is like, uh, and I said, who is it? I just lost the name. Oh, Dan. No, not Dan. But his old business partners. And they're talking and being interviewed about him. And then she kind of seems like she made a call to Walt to like give up or something. And that hurts Walt. So he leaves, and then the cops arrive. Uh, it's raining, but right when they go in, they realize Walt's gone, and there's a $100 bill under his drink at the bar, and the episode ends. All right, here we are, episode 61, and uh, second-to-last episode. I don't know if that's penultimate, uh, but uh, let's get to it, I guess. I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, that name of the episode is Granite State. Uh, does anyone know what the Granite State is? Anyone? Anyone. It's the title of this episode. Oh, boy. This opens with a red minivan, best quality vacuum. Uh, well, it looks like a, it put granite block building. I don't think I meant granite, though, but it like one of those industrial, uh, I think those are granite blocks or whatever those blocks are that they use for building things. 
Uh, not breaks, but the ones when you're in your 20s used to use this coffee ta- for your coffee table, the ones with the two holes in it. And uh, Robert, we see the great Robert Forrester, like uh, the, the building, then the building's unlocked. We see the great Robert Forrester. And out of the van climbs not Walt, but Saul with uh, some turquoise luggage, a very purple shirt. Uh, Forrester's all business. Saul's like, huh, geez, I didn't, I figured the vacuum cleaner repair was a term of art. And he takes Walt's picture. Uh, he says, hey, get your hair out of your eyes. He says, what about this uh, thing in my nose? He says, no, I'll airbrush that out. And Walt sees Nebraska. He says, what's in Nebraska? He says, you from now on. Uh, and he says, by the way, it's going to take a little while. You're going to have to stay downstairs. You know, I got a little, it's not the Ritz-Carlton, but it's a short-term stay. And Walt says, well, how long? He says, well, you're, you know, you're on TV and stuff. So he said a couple days, two, maybe three. And he says, oh, by the way, you got a roommate, too. And Saul says, wait, he's here? And he says, yeah, for the moment. And Saul says, well, geez, how are you? He says, he's a special case. He says, oh, boy, yeah, for sure. And he says, well, how's he doing? He says, hey, take, you be the judge. Uh, and he looks down, he sees the camera. Uh, Walt's on a live feed. And he's pacing around. Then the episode opens. Marie's in black. She's in a car. She's sad. She's distant. Uh, they pull up to her house, but all the evidence is gone. Then we have Jesse's voiceover from a video. Then we're uh, Todd's uncles. They're drinking beer, watching Jesse's video. Uh, Todd's in the background. At first, they thought he was mixing milkshakes, but it was. It looks like it was takeout, like wonton soup or something. Maybe, maybe pho. But he's mixing up some uh, takeout uh, in the the liquid, the ones that contain soup. Uh, then Jesse kind of tells on Todd. Uh, Todd has this odd little grin because he's so pleased. And the uncle says, Jesus, Jesse's a tattletale. Let's go deal with him. And, you know, Todd tries to stick up for Jesse, but why? And he says, Jesus, he goes, well, we got 600 gallons of methylamine. And the uncle's like, dude, we got to like $80 million. And he goes, why would we still make math? And he says, well, Jesus, uh, he goes, we could, we goes, he goes, we could make more, you know, more than millions. You know, why are you gonna, Why would you turn your back on more money, Uncle Jack? And the uncle goes, are you sweet on Lydia? Is that what it is? And then they all have a laugh. They're like, Todd's, you know, Todd's in love with Lydia, K-I-S-S-I-N-G. And Todd goes, actually, that's exact. He goes, actually, I do want to be in a baby carriage, Uncle uh he goes, is that weird that I'd like to be in a baby carriage? He goes, and I'll take it for first come. He goes, I, like, I'd, I'll take being in a baby carriage even before marriage. Uh, in fact, I'd prefer to marry someone that's comfortable putting me in a baby carriage. And uncles are stunned at that, but he says, can we keep it to Jesse? And they say, okay, well, that's fine. Uh, he, the uncle says, I guess that's weird, but the heart wants what the heart wants, my boy. 
Then we see Jesse's looking at a picture of Andre and um, uh, Brock. Paper clip, and he plays with the paper clip. Then we're back at the vacuum uh, shop. The guy's on the phone. Is that right? Mild. Oh, yeah, he's talking about uh, mild steel, a deal on mild steel. And this is great stuff because we go down to the bunkmates and Walt's writing on a yellow legal pad. So I kind of felt like I was in because I was writing on a yellow legal pad. And he's still trying to make some kind of plan. He's trying to rope Saul into it to deal with Jack. Uh, and Saul's like, you don't mind if I give you a nickel's worth of advice, do you? Uh, just for, uh, you know, old time's sake, he goes, maybe you should stick around and, you know, uh, give yourself up, you know, be good. He goes, are you really worried about your family? Because he goes, I think that would be uh, uh, the best thing for Skylar and the kids is if you just go in. And he goes, that phone call was good because that'll get her off at least one mistrial. But he goes, I don't know. Then, uh. He goes, I don't think they're going to let up on Skylar, Walt, and you're the one that put her in this position. He goes, I hate to be a downer here, but she's really got no assets, and she has to, had to get a job. Uh, you know, no money, you know, and Walt says, well, we got plenty of money. He goes, dude, he goes, you're watching. He goes, uh, he goes, don't you remember what happened to Mike? He goes, Mike knew what he was doing, and he lost all his money, too. Face the music. He goes, you're sick anyway. Come on. And he says, you bring in all that money. They'll be happy about that. Maybe they'll, you know, take care of Skylar. They'll let her keep her house. And Walt says, oh, you think I just want to leave? Oh, boy. No, 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 no. He goes, I want that money, all the money for my kids. And also, I liked how there, there's a lot of nice moving around, pink insulation on the walls. And then Walt gets all Heisenberg, you know, he goes, hey, Jim, you're, you're working with me, Saul. I never, I never let you uh, get off the job. And then the vacuum guy comes. He goes, are you ready to go? Uh, what's going on here? Everything okay? And Walt tries to, he says, no, no, Saul's staying here with me. Uh, and what does this mean? Walt, uh, all white t-shirt. Oh, when Saul says, you know, I'd, I'd prefer to leave, Walt says it and sprays it on Walt. He goes, it's not over till it's uh, cough, 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 over. And that's it, that's it. Uh, you know, he coughs. Oh, at one point, Saul goes, you know, I'm not your lawyer anymore. He goes, I'm just a guy with a job and three pairs of dockers. And then we get a little prequel because he says, in the best case scenario, I'm managing a Cinnabon in Omaha. And that's when Walt says, it's over uh, when it's over. And then Saul walks out on him. Then we have Skylar in a white blazer. Uh, sounds totally off because uh, Skylar's kind of drifted out. And they're, like, talking, and they're like, Miss White, are you following all this? Do you understand? And she goes, I understand I'm in trouble here. And that you want me to tell on Walt, but I don't have any information on him. And they say, okay, go talk to your lawyer and see if you can remember and come up with something we can use. Uh, and then we see this, their house at night. Uh, oh, the lead agent was a jerk, I also put in parentheses. Big Sky. Big Sky from lead agent. What does that mean? <laughs> Interesting.
but the we see then we see Skyler's house at night, like exterior shot with the surveillance police there checking in. Skyler's smoking and having a drink, looking out the window. And Todd shows up to show his respect for Walt and say, hey, just to, you know, let's keep it. He goes, by the way, Skyler, good news. I'm in love with Lydia. Then we see Todd in an Oxford, in a blue, like a blue Oxford with a button-down collar. I was like, is he going, going back to Catholic school? I think those are the only shirts I was allowed to wear at Catholic school. And Todd's drinking some tea. He's got on khakis. And Lydia shows up. This is at the same coffee house she used to meet Walt at, but they sit back to back. Lydia's on her high nerves. Waitress comes. Lydia's very concerned, very concerned. And she tries to manipulate Todd. She goes, you know what? We're going to have to take a break here. Or maybe it was real. And she says, I wish you all luck. And Todd goes, oh, the last batch was 92%, and it was blue. And Todd gets this police look on the face. And she goes, that's Heisenberg quality almost. And she goes, geez, how, how are you doing that without Heisenberg? He goes, Pinkman, you know, next best thing. And she's like, well, they're looking for him. He goes, hey, he's, he lives with me now. Don't worry about it. Uh, no problem. And then Todd, like, turns, his, he puts his hands on his chair. And he goes, don't you think we make a pretty good team? It's kind of mutually good. And Lydia has this great quiet. She goes, 92%. I don't know how she said it, but it was so good. She just kind of lets it out, 92%. She touches her lips, like thinking about the money and the quality of the meth. Next thing we see is Walt hiding in a propane truck uh, in the snow. And the Robert Forrester lets him out the vacuum, and he says, hey, "Welcome to New Hampshire." The Gran- I don't know, he didn't say the Granite State, but he said Mr. Lambert. And the cabin here is much more cold and bleak. There's snow, and this cabin looks like a kind of place you do. Like uh, the other one had an English garden. This has got no garden, just cold, bleak snow, some pine trees. So it could have been nice for hiking. But he says, yeah, you got a month of food, canned goods, some steaks in the freezer, like a propane generator, enough for the winter, for the lights, the TV, and the freezer. And there's a wood-burning stove to warm you up, and you can cook on it. Because the TV doesn't really work. Uh, maybe you could buy some Montreal TV. Because DVDs. And it looks like they had two copies of Mr. Gregorium's Wonder Emporium. And he says, well, geez, I'm not a movie guy. For vacuum says that. He says, well, I'll make a supply run next month. Put it on the list. And Will says, supply run, 50 grand to go to Costco. And he says, it's a risk, man. He goes, you're not paying me for toilet paper. He goes, it's a risk in 4,400-mile trip. He goes, I usually don't deal with people on an ongoing basis. But he says, you're the, you know, you're, you're the most uh, wanted man I've ever dealt with. And Walt says, where's the phone? He goes, phone? What, are you kidding me? He goes, hey, go, you, we're hiding you. He goes, no internet, no phone. No nothing. He goes, you want news, I'll bring you the papers. Whatever, whatever you want, put it on the list. And Walt goes, I got business to conduct. He goes, your business, he goes, your business is your business. My business is keeping you here. 
He goes, so I got to keep you out of sight. And Walt goes, well, what's keeping me from walking somewhere? He goes, nothing. He goes, uh, there's a town eight miles down the hill. He goes, I can't stop you. But he goes, you go down there, you're going to get caught. And he goes, if I find that out, I won't be coming back. And uh, he goes, Walt's like, okay. And then Walt, he goes, I got to go. He goes, you, Walt, he goes, you want to use the, show me how, show me how, show you how to use the stove. Walt's like, I got it. And he goes, you know, you paid good money for this. Uh, why don't you enjoy it? You know, think on things. It's kind of beautiful. And he says, all right, I'm out. Uh, and he says, thank you. See you in a month. Also, there's like old snowshoes on the wall, a couple of deer. Then we see the red cabin. We see the woods. Uh, what does this say? Panda with hood. I don't know what that means. Oh, parka. Walt's wearing a parka with his hood on. And he goes to the money. Uh, he stuffs his coat up with money. He pauses. He goes to his bag. He gets his uh, hat, the Heisenberg hat. 2630, this is the moment we've been waiting for. The hat goes on. The music goes on. Walt starts to walk. and we see, Then he sees the snowy road. He changes his mind. He says, tomorrow, tomorrow. I love you tomorrow. And lights the wood stove up, warms up, the hat's on the door, or the deer. And we see Jesse on Gorsh Run. What does Gorsh Run mean? Oh, garbage can on his bed. And Todd shows up. He's like, hey, we went to um, Ben Ben and Jerry's. He got some peanut butter cup and some Americone Dream. He goes, you got, we got to celebrate. The last branch was 96%. And Todd smokes and kind of watches him. And he says, well, tomorrow's going to be a big day. Another work, you know, another round. And he says, hey, Todd, can, I'd like to look at the stars tonight. You don't mind, do you? He says, that's fine. He goes, it'll be cold. Good night, Jesse. And then Jesse tries to get out. It, really creative, Jesse was. He rolled up his mattress then folded his blanket, then put the garbage can on that. And he jumps up, he gets out, but he doesn't get away. And the next thing we see is a gate in focus, and Walt's out of focus. He walks into focus in his parka, in the cold, gloves on, parka, waving. Red Jeep pulls up. We see a newspaper bundle cut loose, a couple of cases of insurer. Put some weight on Walt, according to the vacuum man. Uh, Walt needs some glasses. He's like, okay, I got a bunch of uh, uh, glasses for your your old house is up for auction. Then he says, I got your aspirin here. I'm going to put it on the deer's head. And he says, sorry about the last time. Uh, like, oh, Which kind of filled us in the time has passed. It's not just been one month. It's been a few months. Walt's also got hair and a beard, I think. But it's like, okay, a lot of time has passed. Uh, both guys are in plaid fleece shirts. And he gets ready to leave. He says, all right, I'll see you in the afternoon of the 15th. Uh, Walt says, stay, you know, please. Uh, anyone want some company? And he says, uh, well, uh, and he says, two hours, I'll give you 10 grand. And, and the guy says, 10,000, I'll give you an hour. And he says, all right, seven cards. We'll play some cards. Seven cards, stud, I assume. He says, I'll deal. 
Well, it says, what are you going to do if you come here and I've got, you know, bought, bought, purchased, a, you know, another farm? And he says, what about my money? Are you going to give it to my family? And the forester says, if I said yes, would you believe me? Which is hilarious. And he says, want to cut the cards? Then at 40, uh, 30, his no. Oh, just the way Walt said no, I guess. That was so weakened down, his answer. Then game to a night shot of uh, something, oh, of the house. And then inside we see pictures of Skylar from the newspaper. Walt's asleep, cuts off, his coughs off his ring, puts it on a piece of twine. He had like yellow mustard PJs on. I think it was just a sweatshirt, though, or long johns. Uh, twine, and then he looks across the room at the insure box, uh, and the next thing we see is the daytime. He's carrying a wrapped package all tied up with string at the gate, walking in the snow, first steps, first tracks. Then we see a school classroom. It's either a chem or bio lab classroom. There's a test going on, and then there's a call Flynn White to the principal's office, please. And the principal says, it's your Aunt Marie. And then we see a woman on the phone at a bar. She says, hold on a second, honey. And it's night there. I couldn't, I couldn't, I said, well, maybe, maybe that kind of works. Or I guess it was just a dark bar. Uh, there's kind of a hockey game audio going in the background to give us, and there's nice school audio. So really good audio design. And Walt's trying to explain things to Junior. It's Walt on the phone. He said, I just I never intended this to turn out this way. And he says, what's Lewis's address? I'm going to send a package there, 100 G's. And, you know, Lewis will cover for us, right? 4848 Newcomb. And he says, you know, don't say anything because the cops will take it. And then he says, can you even hear me? Uh, and he goes, Walt's just so sad. He goes, I wanted to give you so much more, but that was all I could do. And Junior's like, by the way, I don't want anything from you. You need to shut up. Uh, goodbye. So Walt's sad. The, the bar is empty. There's like a shack glass of quarters on the bar. The Walt calls the DEA. He says, hey, I got some info. Uh, why don't you come by and talk to me? It's Walter White. And then he just leaves the phone off the hook and then he gets a drink, a dimple pinch. Don't know what that is, honestly. And I can't think about it. Neat. And then Walt kind of savors the drink. Bartender starts changing the channels. Then Elliot and Gretchen are on Charlie Rose. And, like, you just gave $28 million for drug abuse centers through the Southwest. And they say, well, Charlie, uh, this is our home. We couldn't ignore what was going on. And then they said, well, geez, in the New York Times, they said maybe this was publicity since gray matter, you know, is associated with Walter White. To cleanse yourself, so to speak, of uh, Walter White. And Elliot says, glad you brought that up, uh, you know, we're dealing with someone who had nothing to do with the creation of the company and less to deal with growing it what it is today. And they say, well, what did Walter White contribute? And they say, well, to the company name. 
And they said, well, what do you mean? And they said, well, Schwartz means black and white means plus white uh, makes gray. Gray matter technologies. And I think Gretchen goes, his contribution began and ended right there. And then we get even deeper. Walt starts grimacing the whole time. You know, he doesn't like this. Uh, uh, you know, you're glad you brought that up. Oh, he's totally emasculated. That's what I put. Uh, you know, and what grabs his napkin, uh, just the name. And then they say, well, Jesus, you know, no, there's still blue matches. Walter White's still out there. And Gretchen goes, Walter White, no. He goes, you, you sound pretty sure. She goes, yeah, I am. Uh, she goes, I'm not sure about that Heisenberg, but whoever the kind, brilliant man we once knew long ago, he's gone. And then the Breaking Bad theme kicks in as Walt grimaces. And then we see the bar later, and there's a $20 tip on the bar. Walt's drinks empty. Walt's gone, and the police come, and the episode ends.